He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's Will Slickers on the Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast doing the first time for video. And today I have Katie Watkins here from the Jupiter Hotel. And we're gonna dive into their story, a little bit of the history and the exciting successes they've had as a hotel in Portland, Oregon. Katie, go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody here on the podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Katie Watkins and I'm the community manager at Jupiter Hotel. We've got two properties in Portland on East Burnside, sort of right in the center of the east side of the Willamette River. We've got Jupiter Hotel and Jupiter Next. Perfect. So thank you for actually reaching out. We're not reaching out, but connecting with me over email when I emailed you guys. Um, let's kind of dive into the story of Jupiter and Jupiter Next and kind of what came about, some of the bumps and the you know, forks in the road and the exciting uh, progress you guys made since you guys started. Sure. I'm just going to dive in. Um, so the Jupiter original hotel uh, is a converted motor lodge motel. It was uh, started in 2004. It used to be called the Continental and has been around for several decades. And when Kelsey Bunker and Todd Breslau came together and decided to purchase the property and renovate it uh, around 2003, uh, this area of town was pretty shady. Uh, it was known as Heroin Alley, and there were a lot of uh, issues with, with drug abuse in the area and um, untoward population and just a really um, seedy area of town, basically. Yeah. So they decided to renovate the hotel. I know Kelsey tells stories about having to call the police on several occasions to get people out of the area for one reason or another. Um, yeah, so they they sort of started this whole trend in this area of the neighborhood and taking it from, from this seedier area with just the one hotel to now having several hotels in the area, lots of boutiques, some world-class restaurants, uh, an incredible music venue. We are becoming the entertainment district of the East Side. Uh, there's clubs in the area, all kinds of stuff. So it's a lot of fun to be here. And then that was all going well and fine and good. And then they decided they wanted to do more. So in 2012, 2013, no, sorry, in 2016, <laughs> I'm like, what, what year is this? Uh, around 2016, they decided to start looking for another property and uh, kind of kept an eye out in the same area of town, the central East Burnside Uh and they came across the fact that the property right next door, the lot next door was up for sale. And they decided that because they had converted and renovated a, a pre-existing space the first time around, they wanted to try their luck in building something up from scratch. So they took that lot and they built Jupiter Next, which is sort of an, I mean, it's an expansion of the ideals of the original Jupiter, which are community and uh I don't badassness, just yeah. <laughs> this really cool hip vibe that Jupiter has. Um, uh, how, did, how did Jupiter get its name? Like Jupiter, 
What, sure. What's the, the story behind that? So I actually asked them this morning because I'm not sure I've ever directly asked. And Todd and Kelsey said that they had been spitballing names for a while. And Todd came up with the name Jupiter. And Kelsey really loved it because she, you know, in sort of the Portland way, is a little witchy herself and sort of liked the astrological significance of it, but then said, let's not make it about that at all. However, it's cool that it sort of ties into astrology, but it also is the Roman god of success. And it just, she felt like it was a good omen to put that message out in the world that they intended to be successful and have thus far been that. Was there a lot of um, skepticism, I guess, when they first started their journey? Because, you know, if Jupiter kind of goes into success and to kind of put that out there to everybody, was there a lot of people said there's... Jupiter is not going to become anything that's going to, you know, you're just yeah. going to be another hotel. I don't think so. I mean, I think they have had a lot of luck and they've worked really hard and they both come, Kelsey and Todd both come from really successful careers. Otherwise, um, Todd owns a number of properties in town. Kelsey uh, had a completely separate career and then decided to move into hospitality and, and business ownership and, uh, yeah, so I think they everybody was pretty pumped for what they were doing, and you know, it's in this. It's not. It's not a hotel downtown. However, I think that makes it feel so much more authentically Portland. Mm-hmm. And we talk about this. We talk about the Ju- Jupiter and Jupiter next giving you an unedited view of Portland, and this idea that with bringing the community in, we are able to house. You know. Like you can roll up on a skateboard, you can step out of a limousine. There's a place for everybody here. Excellent. So um, you already kind of jumped into the inspiration of Jupiter next. So open up in June. Yeah. What's the, not to mean a play on words, but the next step for <laughs> Jupiter? Yeah, what does it all mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's really cool because this, uh, so like I said, the original Jupiter is a converted motel. And the Jupiter Next is a, is a hotel, so interior hallways into the rooms, and it sort of feels like the sophisticated older sister a little bit. We keep referring to it that way, where it's, you know, someone who's looking for the next step, step up in luxury, who wants a quieter space. You know, Jupiter is right next door to the incredible Doug Fur Lounge, which is a live music venue, um, which is underground, so there's not a ton of noise bleed or anything, but, um, but it does feel a little, possibly a little younger, a little hipper, a little, uh, a touch of modern, touch of modern. Yeah. Mid-century design, but it definitely feels like, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a real youthfulness and a real high energy vibe to the Jupiter hotel, whether you're on the bar side or the chill side. Um, and then Jupiter next sort of feels like the, uh, expansion, the the elevation, the evolution of that person who, when Jupiter Hotel opened in 2004, they could then, you know, maybe that person's grown up a little bit, wants a little quieter respite from so the outside world. A guest, kind of a, or a different phase of a guest. Yeah, different. It's the next phase of the original Jupiter guests in 2004. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, so you started September last mm-hmm. year. Correct. So what got you into the role of community manager and 
have your background history with um, PR and hospitality Sure. for all the listeners out there? Yeah, so I had been working with Watershed Communications, which is a PR agency and brand agency in town. And I was working with Jupiter as a, uh, they were one of our clients. And I worked on PR, getting the new hotel open, getting the next set and ready to go, doing a lot of hard hat tours and yeah. having fun sort of talking to people about this evolution and next step of this awesome hotel. And, um, and I just fell in love with the team. And I think, you know, I've mentioned this a couple of times, but this community vibe that they bring my prior to PR, my background has been in the arts and mostly in the theater sector. So the idea of community is very important to me and the openness of the whole team from the, you know, higher management ownership to the sales team, to the front desk, everybody feels very connected and warm. And I don't want to be corny and say, it's like a family here, but it is, it is a community and everybody is on the same team and it's really special. They have a, a real desire to be neighborly to the people who are right around here. We have something called uh, local hookups, which are partnerships between Jupiter and the businesses in the area within the, you know, one mile radius and walkable shops and restaurants and things like that. And that's so special to me. So when a few months ago, when the, they started looking for a community manager, I just jumped at the opportunity to come on the team full time. Cause I just, I love it. And it's very exciting and it still maintains so much creativity. And I feel very passionate about people enjoying their lives. And <laughs> so the whole idea of hospitality to me, like I love that this sector is called hospitality yeah. because also being from Atlanta, I am totally down with the Southern hospitality idea. And, and I feel like what Jupiter wants to do is make sure that their guests have a great stay and also have a really good time. And we are in the center of this entertainment district and we want you to know all the things that are available around you and how you can have a super authentic Portland experience without feeling like you're drowning in the Portlandia yeah. craziness that that's been put out in the world. So with the community manager aspect side, do you see a lot of involvement with the team itself, uh, not just from higher manager, but from people that are doing engineering or maintenance and front desk that kind of get to put a voice into it along with, um, building that community connection with all the other businesses, do you see uh, kind of a actual cultural change mm -hmm. than a normal, like we've been talking about, five-star Marriott or sure. other kind of um, standalone independent property? Sure. Yeah, I think we definitely have a community feeling uh, from top to bottom. I think particularly from ownership and management to uh, they sort of, their, their involvement is in every part of the hotel. So they know all of the housekeeping staff by name. They know so all of the sales team a, very much. On a beach in Florida. Oh, exactly. No, they live here. Kelsey and Todd both are in the office almost every single day, several times a day for hours doing all kinds of stuff. Like they're, they're hyper involved. And I love that too, because they want to give approval on everything that comes out because they want their messaging to be uniform and they want this. They, they are so invested in the success of this place and, for it to be, for their vision to be what they want it to be and not just signing off on checks and things like, you know, exactly. yeah. yeah, they're here all the time. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, we, we have a lot of community building things that I also want to 
not say because it sounds corny, but um, I know last year and for many years before that, they were doing class English and Spanish classes. Okay. So for those that wanted to learn English, they would go to one section and those who wanted to learn Spanish would go to the other. And then, you know, people could come together and have conversations. So it felt like a more connected kind of breaks away that gap between mm -hmm. certain departments, maybe, or certain people at the hotel. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's really exciting. Um, and then every year we have a big holiday party, which is coming up, and I'm super excited yeah. about it, um, where everybody in the whole hotel comes, again, from top to bottom to left to right, to all everybody that's involved in the hotel uh, comes to, last year we were at Quarter World, which is an arcade, Quarter Arcade, okay. and everybody just got to bring their families and play arcade games for a few hours and uh, one of the our previous general manager dressed up as Santa every year, and it's just really fun and silly, and it feels good. That's, yeah. So you're not just working; you're having fun. Oh, I'm having a blast. <laughs> um, one of the things, so I was reading on the website and kind of talking to you. Um, one of the things I saw is the 420 um, friendly package. Yeah. I don't smoke, so um, this has nothing to do with me. But for the listeners that do participate in 420 and other uh, activities. How does that kind of work here at Jupiter along with Next and then kind of the legal side mm -hmm. of things? Did you guys have to fight the city? Was it easy? Kind of explain a little bit of the uh, process. With yeah, I think we have, uh, I'm trying to think of where to start with this. So uh, Portland legalized cannabis a few years ago. And basically as soon as that happened, Jupiter jumped on the opportunity to, I mean, to be more inclusive to guests that did want to partake. And, and of course, there's now a whole cannabis tourism sector that's coming through towns and cities and states uh, between Colorado and California and Washington and all these places. So we have something called a 420 package, which includes an everything but the weed kit, which we are partnering with Jane, an awesome dispensary in Northeast Portland. And that comes with a vape pen, a grinder, discounts to local dispensaries so it is literally everything you could possibly need to make that happen for yourself uh except the actual weed so you can't consume it on premises um of course there's no smoking in the rooms anyway um so that is kind of a weird loop that you have to figure out in terms of you know you're allowed to smoke on public property or rather private property yeah. you're not allowed yeah. to smoke on public property um and a hotel is, is public property or, you know, our, our spaces are all public. So, um, yeah, so you can do whatever you want in your own private space, wherever that ends up being. But, uh, and of course, you know, no smoking in the rooms or anything. We haven't been able to do that for a long time, but yeah, so we do that. And then we host a lot of cannabis conferences here. And I think a big part of it is just wanting to be inclusive. Like it's more about yeah. the inclusivity than it is about kind of like the everybody's welcome. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's welcome. So whether you're totally stone cold sober and have been your whole life, or you enjoy partaking in, in a number of recreational activities. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. And it's not, you know, we don't, we don't push it. I don't think that you would know that we offered that if, if it's you didn't come in super advertised. Right. Yeah, exactly. It just is something that's available. We also work with, uh, I mean, we've worked in the past with different tours that do like a, I'm trying to think of what high five tours does, um, 
bus private bus tours in Portland that takes you to different dispensaries okay. and um, yeah, and those types of activities, which are really cool. So if you're interested in partaking, we will help you find a way. <laughs> Have you guys seen a lot of fight back from, because one thing I oh, mean yeah. is maybe on the coast is a little bit different than it is here in Portland. But a lot of businesses, when you try to create that localized um, community advertisement brand where everything's local, um, a lot of businesses kind of have that mindset of, where am I going to get out of it? Uh, they kind of are stingy, not stingy, but, you know, very mm -hmm. not open. To the, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're reserved about the aspect of being included with other businesses. Um, have you seen that here in Portland or yeah. is that kind of a little bit different? No, I think we're more the merrier. I, I think that it makes, it builds the community around you and that can only support, I mean, it's like, because now you're not only hitting your market segment for guests, but you're hitting other market segments that maybe wouldn't even consider staying in the hotel, but then they see that partnership sure. that they kind of think. Yeah, of and we're, we try to have as many partnerships as possible in a number of different levels. So whether or not that, you know, quote, brings us money or yeah. not, um, we have, like I said, a, a bunch of boutiques in the area and, and restaurants and activities. We've got theaters so many theaters, we have all kinds of stuff. And with all of those local partnerships, we, I mean, we can do this in a number of ways, but often we will provide them with a partner code that offers a discount for staying at our hotels. So when their family or friends come in or their patrons, they can use that code however they want to. And, and of course that brings people into us, but then we also want to offer something for our guests. So we work out codes with them and, and discounts and flash your key card and you can get 10% off at all the shops across the street and that kind of thing, which I just think builds camaraderie and makes it more fun. It's also a great excuse for me to walk over and say hello and introduce myself and have a face-to-face -face conversation with somebody in the area versus this kind of world we live in now, which is, a, there's such a lack of face-to-face yeah, contact with people exactly. anymore so now a part of my job is to walk around and shake hands and say hello and that's awesome and yeah. I really love that and it's not always just you know on email which I also love but it's great to at the end of the day it's yeah kind of the, the humanization part yeah yeah really adds that because I hope touch. that it brings the neighborhood together you mm -hmm. know like it makes it a more cohesive place and everybody wants to help each other and I think Portland in general feels like a very helpful place. Like we want each other to succeed. And yeah. I don't think that, I don't know. I think I, I want to say the more the merrier again, just, exactly. yeah. <laughs> well, this is going to kind of ties into the question I was kind of asking you earlier, because I saw there's Roxy in the room, which oh, is sure. kind of for people that don't know, um, kind of like the Alexa hospitality program that Amazon launched. Mm -hmm. And so with that human to human connection, plus the technology side, um, do you guys see your guests leaning towards the tech of Roxy and kind of using that as a tool or do you see them still, because um, like we said, the human connection is super key, especially in hospitality. There's always going to have to be a front desk. There's always going to have to be sure. all this stuff that we offer and provide. Um, how do you feel that kind of affects your yeah. job, especially with guests in general? Right. I think the Roxy is the coolest thing. It's a like you said, digital concierge. So you can say, hey, Roxy, play music. And it will play a Spotify list that we pre-built with awesome, cool songs in there. Or you can play whatever you want. 
Hey Roxy, play Purple Rain and Purple Rain will happen. Awesome. And then it also is, you could say, I mean, it's just cool. It's pre-programmed with a lot of local stuff. So if you say, uh, show me, you know, Hey Roxy, show me walkable restaurants, it'll come up with a list of that. But it can also connect you with the front desk. So I think in terms of the face-to-face, we definitely have front desk people working all the time on both sides of the hotel. So everybody in both properties checks in at the next, and then you get your room key to go to okay. the Jupiter Hotel if you want. Um, and so is Roxy at the Jupiter and the open key as well, or is that kind of less in that segment compared to next? I think that the Roxy is only at the next right now. Oh, gotcha. I can double check. We can do an update. <laughs> um, but I know that the Roxy is in the next right now. Um, and I don't. Uh, I think the key card is over here. A lot of these is because it's a new space. We're able to test out yeah, so much new exactly. things that maybe we'll take back over to the Jupiter, uh, to the original. Yeah, but it's cool. I, I love the Roxy, and I think it's very self-selective in terms of, you know, if you want that face-to-face contact with someone, it's easy to, you can ask Roxy to text the front desk. You can ask them, ask it to call the front desk. Like, there's a number of ways you can get in contact yeah. with the front desk or pop down. Or Head on yeah, down. head on down, uh, which is great. And I know, I mean, our front desk people are awesome. They're so rad. They all live in town and have lived in town and are really active in their communities and can give you any. I mean, they're all concierge in their own right. Their own so, way, yeah. yeah. Do, uh, do you guys put the front desk through any training or is there um, kind of a certain standard that you guys try to instill in all of the employees and front desk? Yeah, we definitely put them through training. Um, and I think that there is a, like going off what I was just saying, there is a, an element of definitely wanting the option to hire people who know their city really well. Yeah. So if we have, if we're hiring with the knowledge that we want somebody to feel like a concierge, we would definitely pre-select that person through the interview process. Um, they do go through a lot of training training. Uh, just to match up to the standard that we expect, similar to many jobs, I'm sure. Um, and we just hired a new guest services director and named Allison, and she's just awesome. And I'm so excited to see what she does. Perfect. How long did she start? She and I are about the same. So we're, we've been in our current positions for about a month. Okay. So, wow. yeah. Exciting. I'm a little biased because we're new kids together, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate that. It kind of wraps up everything that we had kind of outlined for today. Is there anything you guys want to, or you want to share with the audience of Slick Talk and kind of maybe some upcoming stuff or things to look out for for uh, people staying in Portland type deal? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's so many, so many artistic things happening and so many holiday events coming up, and I just want to keep reiterating. What an awesome spot we're in here at the Jupiter. And the next, we have all of your holiday shopping needs. We hit all of the arts and culture needs and all kinds of stuff. We're also, because we're right in the center of the east side, Mm -hmm. it's like a 10-minute walk across the bridge to get downtown to the Pearl and Southwest Portland and all the places, Powell's Bookstore is just on the same road, just across the water. Um, So this, it... It's an awesome, locally owned, awesome hotel. Oh, there is something else I want to talk about, which is how many awesome women are involved in the next. Let me drop that knowledge. Okay. So um, a really cool aspect of Jupiter Next, which is 
like I said, the expansion of Jupiter Hotel um, is basically top to bottom, has so much, so much women have influenced this building. I'm getting tongue-tied because I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so starting from the architect, the lead architect, Carrie Strickland from uh, Works Progress Architecture, who's she's worked on some incredible iconic buildings in town already iconic. And we were so happy to have her design this space uh, down to the interior designer. So exterior, interior, all designed by women. Uh, interior designers, Megan Milley. And she's amazing at all local. Yeah, local. And in the rooms, in the guest rooms, we have uh, Beth Kirshen did the photo collages that make up the headboards at the next. And they're all very, very Portland centric. And we had her hide little Jupiter signs and inside inside uh, the photos. Cool. It's That's really awesome. cool. Yeah, but it mixes a bunch of the Portland signage. It's again iconic. And then the linens on the bed are by Seek and Swoon, which is run and designed by a woman. Uh, the woman who did the amazing staircase, which looks like falling rain made of metal, it just is this awesome statement in the lobby of the next, uh, is Laura Soul of Soul Creations, who's a metal worker, and that's pretty rad because I don't think I know any other women who do that. Yeah. Yeah, so they're just... And for everybody who's listening and watching on the video, um, you will see a lot of the pictures and... Um, experience that I've had here with the Jupiter Next. So you'll see a lot of paintings, the uh, the architect and all that good stuff too, so don't, don't freak out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just great. So I'm so happy to be a part of it and be working with all of these incredible women and men and etc. Um, it just, it's great. I'm just all smiles. Awesome. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you being on the show and um, definitely can't wait to come back and keep uh, seeing all the exciting things you guys are doing, because I know probably pretty busy, especially when it comes to summer and all oh, that yeah. good stuff. So um, all the Slick Talkers out there that are listening or watching, um, whenever you're in Portland, check out the Jupiter Hotel, Jupiter Next, um, all the community aspects of it. If you're a 420 person, go for it. There's plenty of options. If you're a pet lover and have a pet, bring them. All the, mm -hmm. the more the merrier, pretty much. Um, this is kind of the wrap of the episode and I appreciate everybody uh, getting online and checking it out. So if you want to stay here, just go to the jupiterhotel.com. Thanks. Thanks. Hey everybody. Thank you so much for joining Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast for this exciting episode. While I was at the Jupiter Hotel and the Jupiter Next, I stayed there um, last night and I had a great interview with Katie Watkins, the community manager who had lots of information and insight to give about the property and the history and the up and coming um, story of the property and the hotel itself. If you have any more questions or want to stay there, go ahead and feel free to reach out or check out their website, jupiterhotel.com and see all the exciting things. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast.
What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing, and thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill-out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast. Podcast.